Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson. And this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Hi, welcome to my show, Revive by Jana. Thank you all for tuning in. Jana here. If you all listened to last week's episode, it was all about setting boundaries to protect your energy. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I would recommend listening to that. In fact, at the end of that episode, I ended it with discussing the importance of self-care and how self-care to me is not just facials and spa treatments and yoga and Pilates, but self-care to me, the number one importance to me for self-care is my mental health. And I led that with talking about how it's really, really important sometimes to know how you need time alone. And then I asked you to think about, do you ever get time by yourself? Do you ever allow yourself time alone? You know, it's, I'm really amazed people who do not like to be alone. Some people do not like to be alone. And there was times in my life when I felt that way, when I did feel that way, it was always because I was dealing with anxiety or just was not comfortable with where I was or maybe even who I was with, you know? And so I think it's really, really important to be able to have alone time. So that's what we're going to discuss today is do you ever get to truly have alone time with yourself? Not alone time with your spouse or your significant other or your kids, but just with you and you. And it is during the alone time and the quiet time where I can reflect. I cannot look back and do any sort of self-reflection in my life when I'm around other people, no matter who it is. My husband can be in this house and he can leave me alone. Be like, I need, I need two or three hours. That's not the same. And, you know, I am not a very traditional person when it comes to certain things. In fact, I really do not like when people impress upon you um, how things should be because it's traditional or that's the normal way. I'm more, I kind of go against the grain. I do things my way in the way that I like them. And one of the things I love about my husband and our relationship is that we do things the way they work for us. And some people are kind of like, oh, that's really weird. Y'all have, y'all have two homes and sometimes y'all aren't together. No, we're always together, but we don't have to always be physically together. And the reason is, is because in doing this podcast, it's really hard to do this podcast when there's other people in the house and interruptions and dogs barking and things like that. And sometimes I do, and that's okay. But as I've been sharing with y'all, I've written my first book and I've turned it in. And it comes out December 11th. And this book was a labor of love. And I will tell you what, it required a lot of alone time where I could be creative. I could be with myself. I could think. And I really started to truly value that. In fact, it was when I got a divorce a few years ago that I really started to love my alone time. And I was able to just be at my home by myself and not have, you know, toxic energy there and just have my energy. And in fact, I had to get to know my energy because I was always told 
that it was a certain way that was not good. And I knew that it wasn't. I knew that was that toxic person trying to put that upon me. And it was when I was alone that I was truly able to sit with myself and learn who the heck Jana was. I was able to learn who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like, make decisions for myself, not for somebody else or for what they like. And I was also able to truly self-reflect. And, you know, I had been told how I needed to be and how I needed to do things. And, um, you know, you don't sleep past seven and you got to get up and you got to da, da, da. I needed to figure it all out myself. Maybe it was okay if I hang out in my PJs all damn day. Maybe I don't need to get up and be ready at seven o'clock because you don't know who's going to call. I better be ready. Absolutely not. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, how I want. And you need to make sure you find a partner who compliments you in that. You need to make sure you find a partner who understands that. And, you know, my husband and I became best friends before anything. And I wasn't even ready to, <laughs> to have a relationship. And by the time it, it came about, I already knew that I absolutely loved my alone time. And so that was really, really important in me becoming who I am today and learning all about myself. And it makes me love him even more that he respects that. A lot of people don't. And so last week's episode, when I talked about setting boundaries, this would be considered one of them for me, right? Is I have to have my alone time. Sometimes I need to be alone for a whole weekend or two or three days at a time because that's how I get creative. That's how I work. That's how I help people. That's how I do what I do. He's not only respectful of that, but I think that he actually appreciates that too, He's able to do some of those things, same things for himself. He's able to have the quiet time he needs for himself to do the work that he does in his own business. And when I'm alone, I'm able to recharge. I'm able to think about the things that I need to do to get those things done. It makes me a better mom for my kids. It makes me a better me, a better friend, a better wife, and a better daughter, a better coach, a better nutritionist, a better writer, a better podcaster. It makes me a better everything because I believe it's when you're alone that you can truly listen to God. You can listen to, to the universe. You can self-reflect. You can think. You can really work on your goals. You can do some healing. You can just take a break, take a breath, heal and breathe. Let your body rest. Let your body take a nap if it needs to take a nap. And it has to get really quiet sometimes for that to happen. It's really hard to do those things, if not impossible. When you're constantly on the go, when you're constantly surrounded by other people. So I want to ask you, do you give yourself alone time? Do you ever let yourself just be alone by yourself to take a breath, to look around you, to think, to prepare? Because when you don't get a time alone by yourself, you stay on what I call the hamster wheel. 
the hamster wheel is like living Groundhog's Day every day. Everything's the same and you get into these habits and you never get a break. There's plans every Saturday, Friday night, Sunday night, and we got soccer practice and we got church and we got this and we got that. And they got to get groceries. They got to do dinner and I got to clean the house. By <sighs> the time you get in bed, you're worn out. When do you get time for yourself? With nothing to do. I mean, nothing to do. When's the last time you had a whole day or whole night to yourself? And you didn't do anything. It wasn't a girlfriend's night. It wasn't a date night. It wasn't an anything night. Try one time. You can just give yourself 24 hours by yourself. Don't plan anything. If you start to feel anxiety of, well, I get there. I mean, if I could just do this one hour of this, if I just had these two hours here, I could just finally meet up with that, that friend. No, absolutely nothing. I want you to give yourself 24 hours of peace and quiet. If you do have something planned, it's with yourself, by yourself. You're going to go to a 90 minute nail appointment. Cool. 90 minute massage. Get it. But no other humans. You want to talk on the phone to your spouse, to your friend, to your kid and say, hi, cool. I'm not saying to shut it off. I'm just saying no physical contact for like 24 hours and just breathe. Take a, take a break. I don't care if you want to Netflix all night. Cool. Do it. Get it. Just 24 hours alone with yourself, where you can breathe. The only expectations upon you are those you give to yourself. And the only one expectation I would ask you to give yourself is to truly be alone for 24 hours. Those that love you in your life will help you make that happen. If your friends, your significant other or whoever is like, really, that's so selfish. Well, maybe we should listen to the previous episode on setting boundaries, pluck those weeds. Sometimes it's the people that we might be um, in a relationship with. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to pluck it, but maybe you guys set boundaries. So your happiness is the of utmost importance. And there's many things that have to be done for you to be able to be truly happy. You have to get rid of the emotional Vampires, a.k.a. the weeds I discussed in last week's episode. You need to be able to truly love and accept yourself and be 100% unapologetically, authentically who you are. You need to, to get to know yourself. And the only way to do that is to get to be alone with yourself, to love yourself. Stop being your own worst critic. Get out of your own way. Whatever it is you're scared of doing, go after it. You're the only person telling yourself no. But when you stay on this hamster wheel of life, Groundhog's Day every single day, cruising on autopilot, it's really, really hard to do any of that. We are somehow able to, to do and to give for all of our, our desires, our kids' desires, our spouses, our friends, and we somehow make time for it on this crazy busy schedule that we that we put on ourselves because you got to make everybody happy. Well, we got to go to their birthday party and it's theirs. And you had it all up. You had up all your friends and families and kids and their friends' birthday parties and celebrations and get togethers. And you're going to be 
booked for 365 days a year. So if you can do that, why don't you start to take some of that off your schedule? And maybe you could plug in a 24 hours a month, one 24 hours out of a whole month for yourself. I think you could do that. I think you could take one 24 hours. Hell, even if maybe, maybe all you get 16. Cool. That's a start. But once a month, bare minimum, you need to give yourself a break. I know that since I started to do that, I felt really guilty the first time I truly asked my husband for that. and had a hard time with it. And even though those were things he knew about me, I hadn't necessarily implemented them because we got stuck in the, uh, in the hamster wheel a little bit. And it was just too much. And I'm like, I don't need to do all this. If, if you want to do some of those things with your family and I want to do some with mine, cool. But I don't want to make it all happen anymore. It's too much for me. I need a break. I need to be able to breathe and live my life. I don't want to be inundated with every single thing that goes on in everybody else's lives. I want to see people. I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. I love them. But when I'm around them, I want quality over quantity. I want to give them the best of me, not a stressed out me who's looking at the watch, waiting for them to walk out the door because you know you do it. I want to give everybody the best of me. I want to give my husband the best of me. I want him to be able to give me the best of him. You know, the great thing about relationships, and as I talked again in last week's episode, the people who are closest to you who are not the weeds, they know when you need a break. My husband knows if I can only give him 30% today, he can give 70 or maybe all he can give is 50, but it's, but it's close. We try to make it to hundred. Maybe he can only give me 41 day. I can give him another 60. But if I don't get to fill my own cup up sometimes, I don't get time for myself. Sometimes I can't look back and think about where I need to improve. When we get our little bitty breaks from, from each other, my husband and I, We come back better and stronger. Passion stays alive. If you you have a candle lit and you go put the lid over the candle, that flame goes out. Why? It's deprived of oxygen. Folks, it's like this in our lives. Every friendship and relationship, it's got to stay alive. You can't deprive it of oxygen, right? And for some reason, people create these double standards. And it's true. You can think about what you want to think about me and my friendships and relationships all you want. I don't give two shits. All right. I'm going to focus on me and stay in my lane and you do the same. My point is that if you think about the friends, right, the long distance friendships that you've had forever, and every time we see each other, you just have the best time. You're like, oh, we should see each other more. If you saw that person every day or every other day, that feeling that you get, When you see them and like, oh my gosh, I love you and so miss you so much. It's not there. You still love them, but you're kind of like, oh, I need a little bit of a break. We got to do that same thing in our life. And the double standard is that people, it's okay for that if it's a friend, but it's not if it's a significant other. And that's a bunch of bullshit. You create your own rules in life. And if everybody thinks that's the norm and they want to live like a bunch of little robots and a bunch of sheep, cool. I'm going to be the shepherd. I'm going to say that that's okay for me. 
because I'm going to do what works in my life and in my husband's life and in my family's life. And it doesn't need to work for you or anybody else. You need to find what works in your life. For me, I need a good bit of alone time because I'm a very creative person. I love to write and this is how I do it. And my husband knows when he can tell I'm, it's almost like, I feel like I'm getting claustrophobic and I can't breathe because I'm like, I need a break. And that's okay. That's who I am. That's all right. He loves me and he understands that. And he enjoys the, the quiet time that he gets as well. And when we come together, we really enjoy it that much more. We appreciate one another. I am able to look back and to see, you know what? Maybe I was a little bit of this this week and I need to work on that. And, and, and I'm able to have that breath right? Um, nobody's putting the candle over the flame, so to speak. And I'm able to truly just breathe. That's really, really important. And I highly suggest each of you give yourself that. Because I know if you can try it out just one time, even if it's just a one night, make sure it's when you don't have to get up early the next morning, truly give yourself a night you're just going to be like, oh, wow, I feel recharged. I didn't do anything. I just feel good. And guess what? I miss my kids now. I miss my husband. I miss my wife. But sometimes we got to give ourselves the opportunity to miss. And so I encourage you all today to give yourself a little time with yourself. I love you all. And I will talk to you soon. Oh, and keep a lookout for that book, my book, Unfuck Your Mind is coming out December 11th, and I cannot wait to share it with you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show and make sure and go to revivebyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at revivebyjana to see my health tips and advice.